0: the comedy zone podcast is a member of the queen city podcast network powered by ortho carolina now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home schedule online at OrthoCarolina.com. carolina.com ortho carolina you improved from charlotte north carolina this is the comedy zone podcast Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome to the Comedy Zone podcast, everybody, for the week of January 6th, and I'm saying that because apparently I was coming in hot. You came in a little aggressive. (laughs) If there's one thing people say about me, it's that I'm super aggressive. 2022 version of me, and that's what we're all about. Happy New Year, everybody who's listening, everyone who's wonderful and survived and has COVID right now because it's Um, most people. I'm your host, Jason Allen King. Thanks for tuning in. We have a great show for you this week, theoretically. What? What? Theoretically, we have a great show this week. Honestly, we, we talked about this. This is, this is the coffee at the perfume counter. We, this is the coffee episode. This is the, the reboot to, to get your, your palate cleansed, the palate cleanser.
1: <laughs> I understand that. Coffee at the perfume counter?
0: Yeah. So when you smell perfume or cologne or whatever and you want to smell a different one, you smell coffee and it cleanses your, your palate so that it, you're not influenced by... Huh? I never heard that. That's yeah, I've never It's heard literally that. there. I I that's 100% true. I'm not making I need someone back me up out there. That's true. That's why it's there's literally a Look that. Yeah. yeah that they'll have a little bit of coffee and a container of some kind next to Like ground coffee. You're talking about like ground like, coffee, like cup of coffee like yeah That's right. Yeah, you whatever the perfume is and you smell that and you try something else. Why do you know that? I may or may not have bought perfume for the <laughs> okay. over the holidays. And also I think that's common knowledge. Yeah, you, B? Coffee is one way have clearing the palate for those before Look at that. Like word for word. <laughs> I did, I nailed it. I I know my you did show prep. I know <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all that means. I know my I know my perfume. I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but no, but that's that's true. Okay. And that's what right. I think this this show was. Well, we don't have a that's what the show is, because it's Anyway, it's the start of a new year, and I thought, what better way to bring in the new year than with just a conversation with Brian and B making fun of me the whole time while we do it?
1: Like, should all <laughs> should all the queens?
0: She literally just said, "Yeah, you're just really struggling with your words today." So, is there any? That is exactly my day: is struggling with words and and other things. We're just busy. This is we're we're bringing in the new year coming in hot. We're banging our heads off the wall. That's how I feel. Anyway.
1: Yeah, it's the second day of back at work, basically. As we, yeah. co- as we record this, it's January 1st. As we record this, it's January 4th. And it feels like it's been two weeks, full yeah. weeks already January. It's Everyone's
0: fun. having yeah. problems with their words today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know what? How do you look at New Year's? And I, I ask this question seriously, because there's part of me that's like, yeah, we turn the calendar over, but it's literally no different than the day before. It's not.
1: I think we all like to think of it as a—it's a new day and a new year, and we're we're going to do new things this year. And and we pump our fists in the air and we say "Huzzah!" And we're going to do better. Yeah, the fact is, we're not. And and (laughs) (laughs) wow, coming in dark actually, not hot. Time is a is a human invention anyway. Like we don't, you know what I mean? Like it's not anything. It's just it's another day.
0: I just saw an article, and I uh, and I only read the the headline of the article, and you'll know why in a moment, where it said. That it once was thought that humans created mathematics, mm-hmm. when in reality, the universe already, it was already existed, and we didn't actually invent it. And I, I read that, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting concept that I will never fully understand. Yeah. But
1: I thought that was kind of, kind of awesome. Yeah. It makes sense that maybe math was, math was discovered by humans, right? So the length of a day hasn't changed in how many millions of years, right? And so sure. we just ended up taking that, oh, there's this period of light then this period of dark. Right. And then it gets light again. So let's take these two periods of <laughs> right. light and dark and call that a day. Sure. And then let's, you know, oh, so the moon is a particular shape or there's, you know, we can see a particular amount of the moon. Right. Once a month. So let's call that a month. Oh, man. And then everything you know, extrapolate, I feel well, like many, a caveman yeah. talking to
0: someone from the future right now.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it does make sense. I mean, I've never really thought of it that way either. But yeah, I mean, it yeah. makes sense that time was probably more accurately discovered by humans than it was invented by humans.
0: All right. So this is funny because this is something else I was talking to somebody <laughs> like, about was the idea of I read something somewhere that it was like without the existence of time, humans like it messes with our brains. That's why isolation and being in, in like a A casino. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like, I hadn't thought about that either, but yeah, but being in solitary confinement where you have no sense of time is actually wreaks havoc on your, on your brain because your body needs needs that rhythm. Right. And that's, it goes into the circadian rhythm and all that kind of stuff is all connected. So the idea of the invention of time maybe also isn't hundred percent accurate. If the body needs some kind of, what do you call that? I don't. I don't know. It's like
1: almost like regimentation, right? Yeah. You need right. to sleep at a certain time. You need a certain sure. amount of sleep every day to function. You need to eat to do all these things that are sort of dictated now as we exist today and over the millennia. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that you know things that have grown into like you know oh we plan out our day based on breakfast lunch and dinner and sure. what we're going to do and then the, 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 the agriculture you know, and all yeah. that
0: kind of stuff to you know daylight savings and all that yeah yeah it's kind of fascinating yeah. so yeah. Or, so yeah. then maybe that comes back to like did we. Like math existed, time maybe did exist
1: without us sort of experiencing it. This is, we're getting into Descartes kind of stuff here now. Well, even the way we age, right? If we didn't, if there was no, if we didn't know chronologically how old we were, all we'd know is, you know, oh, my knee hurts and things are sagging. Yeah. And yeah. Right. Sagging. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not, I don't know what you would call it, if not aging, I suppose yeah. decaying. Right. Ah, oh God. Ones. Now we're into it. This is the new year
0: conversation <laughs> I wanted to have. Decay. You were born and you immediately <laughs> begin to <laughs> so decay. Scary. This might just, uh, Long, slow, painful <laughs> trudge to the grave. That's Man, what. <laughs> get out of my head, Brian. That's not who I am as a person, but I find that to be hysterical for the people that are. But now, so I also do think that while maybe it is just another calendar day, I love the idea of New Year's being an opportunity to start over, make some changes in your life, like whatever that might be. And that's that could be the start of any month, but New Year seems to be the you know, some people latch onto it. I mean, failing miserably for the most part, but it helps
1: some people. I yeah. don't know. I think the fact that most gyms, you know, subscription <laughs> yeah. gyms are packed to the gills for the yeah. first, you know, two or three weeks after New Year's and sure. then it kind of drops off. You're again. being generous,
0: I think, <laughs> <laughs> two or three weeks,
1: but yeah, definitely. That's interesting. So, I
0: mean, let's let's dip our our little pinky toe into uh, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Damn it, B. Uh, everything I say, she's just laughing at me. Not in the way that you want, you know, but just laughing right at my face. But let's do it. Have you thought about uh, any New Year's resolutions? Do you participate at all? Or you're a cynic? <laughs> uh,
1: I'm, a, I'm a realist. I think, I mean, like, you know, there are definitely things I want to accomplish this year. Mm-hmm. I haven't really set I've been like, this is going to be the year I, you know, I know that I need to drop a little weight. You know, I had lost a little weight and then the pandemic happened. And I just thought, you know what, if this is the apocalypse, I'm going to eat carbs. And so, all that weight I lost, now I have back. Sure. Right? I know health-wise, at least, I need to do something about that. Gotcha. And you do you narrow down your health goals into, into just strictly weight, or are you just trying to… Weight is certainly probably the thing I wrestle with the most, mm-hmm. I think, in terms of my own health issues. Actually, pretty healthy, you know, seem all like, You seem like you
0: eat like, healthy. And stuff yeah, I don't like get
1: that. sick like, a lot. I don't, yeah. you know, I just… I'm, I'm also not… I don't, I don't move around a lot you know and so because you know i spend a lot of time in the studio behind a computer yeah i'm not particularly high energy yeah
0: it's not rigorous activity no. you,
1: you're you're i think probably your brain is exhausted at the end of the day yeah. more so yeah. than,
0: than your body yeah. i get
1: that so i know that i need to you know i really do need to do something about it because and we may have had this had this conversation before but let's be honest i'm six foot eight you don't yeah. see a lot of elderly people who are six foot eight that's a good point so, so <laughs> there's some know, decay going on over there <laughs> some fat
0: fast acting decay <laughs> i don't think that's not a toothpaste that is uh, all right. Very cool. So, do you are you a goal? Do you write goals down? Are you uh, uh <laughs> throw something at B over there?
1: <laughs> no, really? Yeah, I'm not like you. A, seem like you're a goal oriented person, and that that would be something that you would I participate am, in. I am, but I just have them in my head. I don't necessarily. You know, I'm not a. You know, I'm not a post-it guy in the mirror in the morning kind of guy, you know? <laughs> you don't write believe and tape it to a bunch of different parts of the I house? Don't. No, I've never really bought into stuff like that.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, that's not How, really are you, really. how do you motivate yourself or, or others?
1: Just get up and get shit done. Oh, man. Just. That's the, we're going to get to it in a minute. That's the football player in you. Get up and get shit done. I don't, I've never been... The like, hang in there. You know, you've got the kitten on the the kitten on <laughs> the, kitten on the wire, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, the thing, the only thing in our in our main office here at Advent, I have a thing up on the wall. It's a po- poster. I have a poster on the wall. Is what I have, <laughs> and it just says, "Forget all the reasons why it won't work, and focus on the one reason why it will," or mm-hmm. words to that effect.
0: That sounds like some corny positive thinking to me. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, and it's only because as we were in the years that that we spent sort of leading up to the launch of the network and things like that, there were so many people who were like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't see any reason mm, that, yeah. that that would be a thing. I don't know. People whose you know opinion I respected, but also business leaders in Charlotte who, who looked at me and went, "Yeah, I don't, I, don't,
0: I don't see it.
1: So it, You it, leave it up there as an F you to all those people. A bit. And yeah. also a reminder to myself that like, you know what, all these people who who believed that they knew what I was working towards and what would work and what wouldn't were wrong.
0: I prefer to use the word (laughs)
1: poo-poo. Poo-pooed.
0: The people that poo-pooed
1: your idea. There was plenty of (laughs) poo-pooing.
0: Plenty of (laughs) poo-poo. Got it. I love that. I actually think that's fantastic. I'm I'm all for, you know, thumbing your nose at people who didn't believe. I think that's kind of great. I mean that like, Hey, you know what, if that's who you are as a
1: person, then, you know, that sleep in that bed yeah. and get poo-pooed yeah. yourself. It's, a, it's particularly satisfying when they come to me now and go, hey, can you help me do this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, oh, yes. Hmm. Oh,
0: hmm. now you're. I don't know. I'm a little busy today <laughs> with all the things you didn't believe in before. <laughs> so you'll have to wait now.
1: I need you to get on your hands and knees and. <laughs> Whoa. Beg me. Beg me. Wow. Was going that was. Yeah. yeah. Where did, was this going?
0: <laughs> Decay. I do. I do write my goals down. I'm. Okay. A, I'm a, that's something i started a couple of years ago and i've enjoyed doing that and i leave them up all year so i have a, a chalkboard wall in my house and i've got 2017 through 2020 on there because mm-hmm. i'm a badass now but i do but they're up there and there's some similarities to them and and uh, there's a little little box and when i get something i check it or if i get you know into that world because i'm a kind of forgetful person i need reminders yeah. i'm not a big fan of the Kind of the posters, like that sort of yeah, that raw, yeah. raw kind of stuff. I sure, I I'm not a I'm not a monster. I'm not a robot. Okay, right. I I can. I'm an emotional person, so I do get inspired by things, and and I love a great quote and that kind of thing. But I, I'm definitely I don't need that either to motivate. Yeah. Yeah, kind of what I'm doing. But I do like to write goals down just for just that reminder, just that like that thing that I started doing was that I, I think it's very much connective tissues. I, I make my bed every morning. I can't remember if we've talked about this yeah. before on here. And it is both the dumbest and the greatest thing. First of all, why wasn't I making my bed before? I don't know. I'm not a slob, but it's not a good sign. But yeah, there's all these different people have talked about it. You make your bed every morning and that's a that's the first thing that you've accomplished in the day. Yeah. And it's this beautiful reminder of when you go to bed that you accomplished that that day and it's so
1: corny, but it's amazing. Now are you talking about like, you know, you just kind of like straighten the pillows and straighten the sheets or are you talking hospital corners made military style? My version of
0: hospital corners and I mean that sincerely like I'm not like I do a pretty good job. I'll say yeah. that. I also hear my dad going, "Hey man, if you're not going to do it right, what are you doing this for? You know, yeah. you know, everyone knows that version of that saying, and he's just like, "Just you're already up. You're already doing this. Like, do it right. Yeah. That's the thing. That's that's the the for me the motivation of that. So, but I'd I like to write goals down, like you know, book thirty five weekends next year, whatever it might be. Yeah. I think that's helpful. I have some res- like I'm gonna uh, this year I'm gonna eat more cheese. Okay. That's the one thing that I would like to do more of drink more water, do more comedy. Mm-hmm. I was going to uh, take up smoking. I was <laughs> <thinking about laughs> it. Yeah, know? I figured now's the time. That's really, that's <laughs> nice. It's really matching your tone today, actually. <laughs> I'm going to start smoking more <laughs> cigarettes
1: because I'm not going to be around for a while. Are you Are you a list person? Like every day, do you have like a thing, you know, I need to yeah. get this done, this done, this done, and it's written down somewhere?
0: Yeah, I'm a notebook writer. So about yeah. every probably five to eight pages is a rewriting of that to-do list that gets smaller and then you kind of add to it and I separate it between immediate kind of moderate and like long-term to-dos so it's really fun to check those things
1: off yeah yeah I've just I'm not really a list person but I've just started kind of doing that on weekends because on weekends tend to be little things organizational yeah things if I don't write it down it's going to slip through the cracks so I usually generally every weekend there's like eight or ten things I need to get done for the business so I'll just you know, Saturday morning or whatever, I'll plow through some of those and then the bigger yeah. projects will save for Sunday. Interesting. And that's only mainly stuff yeah. at the house or do or you mean here? Uh, mostly business related. Really? Yeah, the house yeah. stuff, I just kind of leave. <laughs> <laughs> Still no chickens, by the way. Because, just nope. For everyone who's nope. yeah, been there, paying attention. There aren't going to be chickens. What's up? Ducks? Ducks? I, I don't know. I don't really want anything bird related. <laughs> I think she had chickens and ducks. We're thinking about actually taking the chicken coop and making a Airbnb. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> I think you should. It's big enough. You could.
0: People have stayed in smaller it, things it, and worse uh, things. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. One thing we talked And Listen. Well, happy New Year to everybody out there, and we want to make sure that everybody uh, has a safe New Year. Yeah. I know we're in the middle of it, so just as a reminder, I cannot believe it that in 2022. We're still talking about this, but be safe, put your masks on, get vaxxed, blah, blah, blah. But there's other things that have been been going on. For instance, there's a new national
1: championship. That just happened. Yep, Division two football, NCAA football, Division two. The national champion, Fair State University Bulldogs, my, my alma mater, played there for three years. Look at that. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, not so. I like to think we laid the foundation for the success. Yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're having this year, <laughs> thirty five years, 35 ago. thirty five
0: years ago, and they were like, you know what, Brian Baltashev <laughs> played all here. Started back then. One so, more for the yeah. Gipper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they, you know, just, you know, an unstoppable offense, a really powerful defense. They just put it all together this year. How closely do you follow that? I mean, is it something that's pretty regularly? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I always followed, you know, how they did. Any particular season since nice. I stopped playing? Uh, it's easier now with the internet, and and their games are streamed yep. online because the television production curriculum at that particular school is really, really good. And so we used to produce their games. Man, the roots of the Baltashevist right, right. Uh, exactly. All the dynasty started right. there, man. So that and now the games are. are are mostly streamed, so, so you cool. can't actually watch them. So I didn't watch a whole lot of the games, but I watched like you know when it gets closer to the end of the season the yeah, and the right. playoffs stuff. But especially when they play like you know Grand Valley State or you know one of the rivalries or something like that. Are they know, pretty consistently good? I may have just asked that for a long time. They they weren't, mm-hmm. and then you know in the nineties they put together this like really long win streak. They've been really good for about the past 20 years, really. Oh, wow. And then their new coach came in about 10 years ago, and his record is crazy. Really? They've lost 10, 12 games in 10 years or something crazy like that. Louise. Anybody coming out of there that we There's been a handful of guys from the team that this year have been undrafted free agents and um, have found some success. Justin, I want to say his last name is Zerline or something like that. He's with the Dolphins now. He, All right. he spent some playing time. should Tavier, call him. <laughs> sure. Be <laughs> like, hey, I'm, I'm Brian. Tavier Thomas played with the Packers for a little while. Came out of college, played for the Packers for a little while, got released by the Packers. Now had a pick return for a touchdown for the Houston Texans last weekend. Nice. Ago, something like that. All right. So yeah, with some guys, Jason Vanderlaan, who has kind of knocked around the NFL a little bit as a Practice squad guy, but got some special teams play with the Saints and with the Panthers. He is literally the leading rushing quarterback at any level of collegiate football. Really? Still, yeah, uh, broke that record in 2016 or 2017. But like, literally, the most prolific rushing quarterback in all of collegiate football ever. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that is totally crazy.
0: Come Mm -hmm. from a strong, uh,
1: strong program there. Well, they're getting a different type of athlete now. For some reason, I'm not quite sure why that's (laughs) happening but it's just you know it's just a great program the head coach Tony Anise was the national coach of the year this year well i heard i heard something not long ago where they were talking about how it how
0: football used to be in that regionally that's why the the big 10 was was you know penn state was just cranking out yeah. amazing players because they were choosing from the the, the tri-state area so yeah. they had all these people who loved penn state so they had all the best athletes and that that dynamics doesn't really exist anymore. So now it's yeah. it's program and coaches and things like that. So people travel over the country to do it. I wonder if that has something to do with it. I think
1: I think it's exposure too, right? So like you know Michigan and Michigan State, you know to your point, Penn State, Ohio State. If you grew up watching those teams as a kid in the '70s and '80s, mm-hmm. those were the games you saw on TV every right every weekend. So yeah. you you know so you would see Michigan State playing Minnesota, you know, as opposed to now you know every team is on TV somewhere. Yeah, And so, if you grew up in Big Ten territory, you were force-fed Big Ten football games every weekend. So, of course, you'd have an affinity for those teams. Yeah, you right. would have a team that you liked and that you wanted to go play for. Whereas now, I can live in Michigan and see UCLA every weekend. I can, yeah. I can live in Michigan and see Florida State, certainly Alabama, but – a lot of uh, football players that I grew up with wanted to go to Notre Dame because their games were always regional. Yeah, right. Uh, so that it, and they were bad people. It, right. Yeah. And
0: <laughs> and uh, I, I want people to email me about Notre Dame now please, so bad. Please, please, please. Do.
1: Jason at <laughs> yeah, yeah, At right. King Jason Allen. And, uh, yeah. You know, but now you're more likely to grow up in Michigan, but want to go play for Hawaii or UCLA yeah. or Fresno State or someone like that. Sure. You know, do you ever get back to Michigan? Yeah, well, to to the school. I've been back to one game since I graduated. Come on. Yeah. I just, I don't, we don't get back to Michigan a lot. We lived in Arizona for 15 years. Yeah, right. And so that was, you know, I, I was poor and 2,500 miles from home. Sure. So it was, you know, it was harder to get home for extended periods of time, but got to go to a game in 2016. All right, that's not. Yeah, that was last time. That's kind of not fact. bad, actually. Twenty sixteen. So you, hoping I would have gone to the national championship game, but it was a twenty-two hour drive, and that wasn't going to happen. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, Fair State University Bulldogs national champions. And you're I'm, uh, you're saying Fair State? Ferris. Ferris State, At, like Ferris Bueller. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is that is that where he went? It is not. Oh, all right. Kind of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I really wanted to yes end that, and it just was not going to.
0: I went to West Virginia University. I think we've talked about this. Yeah, you, that's right. You, it was great. Great school, great time. Their football program has been, you know, they've had national championships before and haven't in a while, but they just got a new coach over the last couple of years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think they're probably underperforming right now, but I'm excited for that program. They're in the Big 12. They're in the Big 12. Yeah. Which which is fantastic. Yeah. 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 I'm excited because the Big East was great at one time and it just got picked apart and it just wasn't the same. So anyway, yeah, go Mountaineers. Well, like I said, this was the uh, what did we call it—the coffee palate cleanser of all. So, I want to know what can we look forward to with the Comedy Zone podcast, with the Queen City Podcast Network, sure. powered by Ortho Carolina.
1: Let's start there. What's what's anything with the Queen City coming up that we can be excited about? Yeah, so we're taking a good hard look at our at our programming, kind of you know what the podcasts are. Sounds uh, really dirty, uh, but go on. <laughs> Some, admittedly, some of our podcasts have struggled more than others during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of, you know, trying to help those podcasts come back as we can. We are launching a slate of new podcasts been talking with Mike Speenberg about bringing the Doug Wise podcast. Oh, on I love the, the Doug Wise so, podcast. Yeah. So, Fantastic. Uh, Mike, very soon, will be a part of the family. I mean, he's already part of the family, but, but yeah. we'll be in, in the network as well.
0: Yeah, to tell everybody, it's called the Doug Wise podcast. Yeah. D-U-G-W-I-S-E. And I'm pretty sure that he's, I don't know if he's going to continue this, but he was broadcasting, uh, we'll say, recording from, yeah. well, shit, now I'm going to forget the name of the place. The New Orleans. The Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, wait. It's Bourbon c- Street? No? What is it called? It's right across <laughs> from the, the restaurant across the street hang out we're gonna dub this in in a, in a minute french quarter french quarter good lord Jesus. the owner's this fantastic guy yeah, like yeah such yeah. an asshole right now <laughs> it's a great place it's right there across from romere Bearden park and uh, actually i have lunch there with some regularity it's a really cool place so i i kind of can't believe i bricked that hard in the name but it's like funny he, he records there i think on like tuesday mornings that sounds right right there in the restaurants you yeah. could like be having like a you know late late breakfast early lunch and get to Watch a comedian, you know, do something really fun and funny. So, check that out for sure. I'm glad it's going to be here on the network.
1: Uh, well, wh- wh- I cut you off. What else? No, that I believe Mike is going to do some sort of combination of studio and and live recording Cool. as he comes on the network because they'll have access to our studio and things. But yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, the Doug Wise podcast with uh, Mike Speenberg, Ohavia Phillips, who is a, a, a local uh, media personality and, and host, will be launching a podcast with her at the end of January. Very exciting, uh, so stuff. very. exciting. That's very exciting. That's awesome. That's going to be really cool. Havia is one of those people who just has this natural energy about her. Yeah. And you just can't be in a bad mood around Ohevia. She's ah. just one of those people who just lights up a room. And and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what she does in this in this medium. I love positive people. that be really um, cool. I'm
0: excited for her. That's going to be great. And I, for the for the network for for getting her over here.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal for us. And and and, and we're happy that uh, she likes us. And I think that is uh probably in
0: no small part to you, sir, and your your networking <laughs> and your connections and how you conduct yourself and all that kind of business. I do what I can.
1: And then there's this other, what is it, Nick? And what is it? It's the, ni- the ni- Nick. The, Nick and Jeremy. The,
0: <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's the Mick and Jason show. Is that what you're that's referring it. to? That's it. Ah, yes. that's right. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. From my own voice, yeah. So, um, Mick Betancourt, who has been on the uh, this podcast, is a brilliant writer, director, actor, comedian. Charlotte is uh, lucky enough to host him now. He moved here kind of over the pandemic, around the start of the pandemic, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a big deal, and he's a, just a great human being. He's a very very funny guy. He and I had a conversation, and, and we're putting together another a new podcast. That is comedy, straight, straight comedy, you know. But we want to kind of skew the podcast to more positive things and, like, not, a, not, let me put it this way it's not going to be the cynical, you know, fuck you kind of podcast. So it's kind of what we <laughs> talked about that it's not, you know, there's not going to be cynicism. We want it to be funny and improv and just kind of not wacky, but we're just going to be you know, un- unhinged and have a great time. And it's going to be, and we're going to re- we're going to record the video side of it as okay. well. We're going to punch out all these different clips and, and we just have a lot of, uh, Enthusiasm and a lot of energy about what we're going to be doing, so I'm excited about it.
1: I'm too. It's a little bit different from really, you know, anything else on the network. And Jason, you know, you you bring your skills and abilities and your humor to the podcast, certainly as well. And Mick Betancourt elevates kind of everything that we yeah. do at, at the network. And I don't mean that in any way other than his um, his pedigree. I mean, the guy's yeah. been you know in the television industry. He's written episodes of Law and Order and and yeah. Chicago Fire, and he's he's been a showrunner on shows. And, yeah. and and just you know has has been around the block. And so it's great to have, you know, a guy like Mick take a look at what what we're doing here on the network and go. You know, I think I'd like to be part of that. I want to be a part of that. Yeah. And that's um,
0: pr- precisely what happened, which is, you know, again, a yeah. testament to the network. and
1: Yeah. And, 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 and we're just, you know, excited. You know, I mean, we're, we're excited over all of our shows, but we're yeah. particularly, you know, excited when shows are fresh and new and they still have that, yeah. that new podcast smell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. And Mick's yeah. doing other things here in town, too. Yeah. So
0: we got, he's got a new, uh, comedy room, Alchemy. That's, uh, he's got a show at the end of the month. Yeah. Go ahead. We
1: got a, this poster yeah. right here. The, uh, Sober Sunday. Mick will be the first person to tell you he is a um, yeah. recovering alcoholic. Mick Bettencourt, <laughs> Mick Betencourt, Tara Brown from the uh, Preacher's Kids podcast That's right. uh, here on the network. Paul Hooper and uh, Jen Snyder, all friends of the network, all, uh, of the network. Uh, all on one bill. Uh, sober Sundays, an evening of stand-up comedy at Alchemy at 2517 Distribution Street in Charlotte. Uh, they'll have a coffee bar, non-alcoholic drinks, elevated finger foods. I don't know what that means. I think you're gonna we're gonna be eating people's fingers. That's what it sounds like. But on some sort of platform. Tall people. It we're only getting tall
0: people's tall fingers. people's fingers.
1: Ten dollars at the door. The show starts at six o'clock on January thirtieth. So that's yeah. uh, January thirtieth at Alchemy Sober Sundays. So that that lineup is that's that's fire, that is man! A killer. List. Like, is that like, kidding me? Jen Snyder, Paul
0: Hooper, Tara Brown, and Mick Bettencourt. That's insane. <laughs> it is, and that's going to be a monthly show. Pretty sure I'm going to be doing it the next month. I'll be helping out nice. behind the scenes, uh, helping Mick up with a couple things. But that's just again, this is. I'm excited for 2022. I'm excited for the network for yeah. my, you know, myself personally getting to work with Mick. we've talked about on the show that I met him working on a TV show and and it's kind of fun to have those worlds collide and uh, I, I can't stress that there's going to be just some really kind of crazy fun things. We've already we've already got one in the can. So next
1: week we we're, we're going to drop that and many more to come, hopefully. Yeah. This is setting. I do want to say and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Talk to me, Goose. Your appearance on a second Queen City Podcast Network podcast yeah. for listeners of this podcast does not change your presence or level of commitment for this podcast. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Why why would I why would I ever leave sitting in a room
0: with you having a great I, I genuinely love this, man? I yeah. think we're, you know, we've we've become closer. Even though we're not allowed to be out in public together, we have, (laughs) I enjoy this, even though, I mean, truthfully, you and I are are just, we always have our ears pinned back. We're busy all the time, but this is something that I look forward to every week and I, I don't want that to change. I don't foresee it changing, you know if something crazy happens, like I get discovered and I get to host the, you know, the dog show next year or something, maybe I'll be too busy to do this. I don't know. Really, what are the odds of that? <laughs> really, what are the odds? <laughs> but hey, here, here's what I can say. And I, and I attribute, again, I attribute this to you is that I have taken a shine to podcasts. I enjoy doing this. I like it. I like the medium. I like to hear the sound of my voice—that's <laughs> not. That's actually not true. But I do. But I. I see the potential in it. Yeah. I see people like you know Theo Vaughn and and Dan Cummins, and they were fine comedians. Better than fine, they were excellent comedians. However, their success and their trajectory absolutely changed you know damn near overnight with the success of their podcast and i think you know we all have great aspirations and and i see this medium as something that i can hopefully continue to do and succeed at and enjoy and and maybe that'll open up more doors down the
1: road yeah this is the beginning of the seventh year of the Comedy Zone podcast we launched in twenty fifteen. Look at that. It is now twenty twenty two. So it's seven years of the Comedy Zone podcast, which is insane. Over three hundred we're right around three hundred and fifty episodes. I don't anticipate this podcast going anywhere as long as the Comedy Zone continues to not listen to it. I think we'll be allowed to continue <laughs> That's so great. I think there will be a lot to continue. Uh. Fans of the Queen City Podcast Network will know that this is the only podcast that my voice regularly appears on. So I I, I love this and podcast. That means a lot. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a cornerstone of, of what we do at, at the network it always has been yeah, I, I don't you know as, as long as you know you're happy doing it and I'm happy doing it and the comedy zone's good with what we do, then yeah then let's just keep this train rolling. Let's keep doing it and I will say that I, I consider myself a, a bit of a steward of the position that I'm right now.
0: There has been uh, a number of other people that have sat around this table and they have all been fantastic and have you know moved on and done great things and I you know one day, not necessarily soon. I'm not saying 2022, but maybe I, I hand it off to to the next generation of puppies yeah. who are going to come in here and do. I don't know. I don't
1: this know. is the seat that you're in has been a springboard to greatness <laughs> <That's> for literally <laughs> everyone else who has sat in this. <laughs> <chair. laughs> everyone else. So don't screw this up. Is that
0: that was the subtext was.
1: I'm just saying. You take your position in that seat. It's straight to the top, <laughs> right?
0: I feel like Captain Kirk a little bit. For, is that weird? Is that funny? I think that's fair. I, I feel that's like fair. Yeah. Yeah. one day me and Jeff Bezos are going to go f- <laughs> flying into the lower orbit. Well, Brian, I can't think of of anyone that I would rather bring in the new year with on January fourth than you. And this is this is what we've done. I know that was a muddy that was a muddy analogy. No, I think I got it. I'm okay. good. <laughs> said all those sweet things and now it's like i maybe i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> of course that's not true maybe I well i'm excited i'm excited for what's to come and for the success of the network and for the comedy zone podcast and hopefully next week we can you know keep it going get some good guests and and you know hopefully enlighten people to the world of stand-up comedy and and entertain them while we do it right yeah
1: <laughs> that'd be great
0: it's kind of what we do here. <laughs> for once i meant brian can we do that for once
1: just once. I'd like to see it.
0: All right. Well, if anyone is in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania this weekend, I don't know what the dates are. What are the dates this week? Friday is the seventh. Friday Friday, 7th. Friday 7th and 8th. Much. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah. I will be at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone. Awesome. J.L. Calvin, I think I'm saying his name right. He's very funny. I've watched some videos. He's fantastic. Go check that out. I have this. is my first time at that club. Awesome. So, uh, and it, it has a great reputation. So, I will be there. And also, this weekend at the Comedy Zone, January 6th to the 8th, Philippe Esparza. Is gonna be there. Hear great things. January eleventh, new material night with uh Court McCown. Sherry Shepherd is gonna be here later in January. Funny on the fly on January eighteenth. Steve Ranazizi, the 20th to the 22nd. I mean, the you know, the comedy zone is they got they made a good January for us. Yeah.
1: So and uh TJ Miller as well on the on the on the bill uh in January. Oh, yeah, I that. forget the dates, but yeah, TJ Miller back on the road. Oh, yeah, you're 22. right. Yeah, the last week twenty-seven yeah. through twenty-nine. Awesome. Yeah. I mean,
0: that they, we got some heavy hitters uh, coming to the comedy zone. So Brian, that's all I got, buddy. Yeah, I think I got
1: nothing. B, anything? B? She's, She's good. good. She says, She's right. laughed at, she, at she, us plenty. She checked out with all the football talk. <laughs> she, was, she was done. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
0: Well, uh, for Brian and, and B, uh, I'm Jason Allen King. This has been the Comedy Zone Podcast.
1: Here's to a great 2022. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide. And it's recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Company's own podcast are Brian Heffernan and Brian Botashevis. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.